Welcome back to another edition of Becker Radio. I'm yours truly, Derek Ficken, alongside Justin Gruner. What's up, man? What up? Not too much. Not too much. Same old, same old, huh? I, I want to give my stereotypical I'm tired answer. But well, I'm well no. Yeah, you, you said not much. And that's yeah. that's your other stereotypical answer. Oh, okay, cool. So well, then I fit both into that little... Yeah. If I sound different... It's because I do sound different. My nose is all stuffed He up. needs to be quarantined. He's diseased. Yeah, man. I don't know. The past couple of weeks, and everyone around here at the Beckett offices have just been sick. I'm risking my health and safety to yeah, be man. in this room with I, you right I'm, now. Really, I'm drinking tea as we speak. I've been drinking hot liquid all day because that's the only thing that I can handle. All right, so I'm gonna lay down some. I'm gonna lay down one of those uh, old wives remedies here okay. for you yeah. on Beckett Radio. This is the first Beckett Radio first. All right. And it actually works. It worked for me. All right, let's hear it. Eight ounce glass of hot water okay. and a sp- uh, tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. Really? Tastes awful. Yeah. Plug your nose, chug that thing. You're, it'll clear you up like that, man. Really? All Instantly. Right. That's a, that's a Becker Radio first. It will it will make you gag, though. It's okay. disgusting. I can't wait. But <laughs> I do it every time. I suffer for five seconds yeah. to get better. And All right. Well, I'll, yeah, I don't think I have apple cider vinegar. Uh, it's like two bucks at the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, so dude. I'll have to do that. But whenever I have a sore throat or something, I just gargle salt water, and it goes away. That's disgusting, too. I, it's disgusting, but it's my grandmother told me about it a long time ago, and I hate it. Yeah. But every time I do it, it, it works, you know, for, I don't know, three, four hours, and then it comes back. You got to do it again. But anyways, let's let's get back to what the show is all about let's, let's this get week. All, yeah. Let's stop talking about sickness, because it's not fun. Trust me. I know. Uh, <laughs> we have new products and pricing Obviously, we brought you in, Justin, to talk about the recap of the Super Bowl. You mean my G's continue? Thank you so much for that, by the way. <laughs> I'm so happy. We're going to bring in uh, Eric. Eric Norton is the uh, hockey guru here in the office. And, yeah, uh, we're, uh, he's we're, been, yeah, he's been bugging me. So well, We're working with him to get him <laughs> ready to start pricing hockey Good. in the next few months. And Right now, I do it, so I can kind of relate to him and kind of talk to him. But you don't know the stuff he knows. Not even close. And I mean, I've, I'm, a, I'm a baseball football guy, yeah. so they found out real quick that football's kind of my, exactly. my area. Just like how I fit basketball to a team. Exactly. So he, if I have questions about the hot list or anything, he's my go-to guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we'll bring him on to talk all about the NHL. It's kind of a mid-season roundup uh, yeah. slash recap, you know, the first half. The All-Star game, I think, was last weekend or the weekend before the last? It was last. the weekend before. You're not going to have the same weekend as the Super Bowl, dude. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you're it's the right. weekend before, you're and right. it was – he's uh, He'll we, talk about we've it. We've already commiserated about that yeah. with me and him. It was. I used to love watching it. Um, the, the skills competition is always fun, and he'll probably cool. say the exact same thing. Yeah. But the game was a joke. Yeah. So we'll we'll dive in more about that when we get Eric on. We're also going to talk about this auction story, uh, and it's with PWCC, and it's it's a Babe Ruth rookie card that I saw that was uh, ridiculous. That's uh, there are no words to say it. Yeah. And we'll also tease some things with Beckett auctions and Goodwin auctions uh, for that. And uh, yeah, so why don't we dive in and talk new products and pricing? All right, so this past Wednesday, the the fourth uh, February, yeah, top series one baseball, the first 2015 product of the year, not counting the press pass racing because hey, man, that's I don't soon. want no, too it's soon, not that dude. it's that it's come on, I'm, I'm talking about the major four, the major four sports. I'm not even talking about the company itself. Okay, I do miss them. Yeah, I do too. But um, the the first one of the year for the major four, yep. and I'm very excited. Yeah, so that we had Brian Fleischer and Chris Olds on last week to talk about it. They w- talked just 
about everything. I mean, we talked about the sparkles, the variations, the first pitch inserts that are pretty cool. Right. Uh, the world champion relics for the Giants. Go Giants. Woo. Go Giants. So that's coming out. Upper Deck March Madness Collection Basketball. That's a, It's a pretty interesting set. Upper Deck, obviously, they're trying to to do different things with, with what they have. And this with is a pretty interesting set. It's a small checklist, so that's out uh, Wednesday, right. this past Wednesday. Topps Fire Football also just came out. Yeah, finally. The inaugural Yeah, the inaugural. Year. Yeah. It, it not, was, not the first anniversary, the yeah, first no, annual. Yeah, first annual or, f- yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, you know, we did a case break with Beckett Auctions, and right. it was different. I was I wasn't oh my god this is amazing but I was pleasantly surprised I'll I'll put it at that I saw some of the stuff online the designs and they look pretty cool it's it seems like it's a really neat concept and the fact that you get four hits per box and it's like what like eighty bucks eighty five yeah, bucks a like box that. something so it's yeah. not crazy expensive so I mean it's it's all you get you get more hits for that price yeah. than you do a box of Ginter and it's yeah. a little more expensive for Ginter yeah it seems like it's all sticker autos um, basic relics. We had a number to five dual patch card of Johnny Football and Teddy Bridgewater. So that was kind of cool. That would have been really <coughs> cool before the season started. That's true. It would have been a lot of money, too. A lot uh, more yeah, money. I mean, it might might yeah, be some coin right yeah, now. Yeah, you'll still probably get like 40, 50 bucks for it. Oh, maybe uh, a little more. Well, it's number to five. It might yeah. go for a little more. Um, but especially since we're in the off season. Yeah, it's that's a little, true. It's a little off. Yeah, and now that... Johnny Football is now Johnny Rehab. <laughs> he should never have had that nickname where it's Johnny and then insert yeah. award after because they're just going to keep changing it exactly. from football to whatever else. Exactly. Um, so let's <clears throat> let's go back to the products. The last product next Wednesday on the 11th is SPX Hockey. Very excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you're excited? Oh, yeah. Always excited for hockey. The only product that has been priced in the past week, we're slacking. Uh, we're not slacking. We're <laughs> caught up. We're ahead of the game for a change, yeah, sir. Yeah, USA Football has been priced. So. And that took me all of like three hours to price. It there was very go. simple. Yep. It was really cool. Um, Pretty easy. Yeah, there's a few guys. There's a I forgot his name, but there's a wide receiver going to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and that kid's autographs are just selling for like 60, 80 bucks. What? And Everybody USA else, football? That's yeah. crazy. Everybody else is selling, you know, for five, yeah. ten, one dollar, and then this one kid just boom through the roof. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, you know, that's how Jameis Winston did his thing. Exactly. You know? So that there's uh, always you never know who's going to be there. Taking a big chance on this kid being a standout at Oklahoma. Yeah. But he's also really heavily recruited, and they think he's kind of the next big thing. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So check that out on your OPGs. Becca.com. It's uh it's finally priced, so check it out. Let's go to news around the hobby and let's let's just talk Super Bowl. Uh, let's do it. What'd you think about the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm glad you picked the Seahawks so I knew <laughs> that they would lose. What'd well, you think? Honestly, I was going I wanted you know that I wanted the Patriots to win that game. I know. Um but the first half was boring as hell. It, it, I was, it went by just, real fast. Too. I wanted to just turn the game off at that point. I was like, this really? game sucks. Wow. Man. I mean it was 14-14, but it was like I it reminded me of just a week six game. Yeah. Like, okay, it's the Patriots versus the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Meh. Yeah. There was no the atmosphere just wasn't there. And then I guess Katy Perry did something, man, because the atmosphere just exploded in the second half where yeah. even though it was still less less eventful, there was a lot more tension with they had to come from behind in the fourth quarter. And yeah. that was really plus I won uh twenty bucks on the uh, those squares you picked you the go. squares. Yeah. I got twenty bucks for that. Yeah, I mean I thought it was pretty exciting uh yeah. throughout i you know i was i was watching the whole thing and yeah i thought it was a good game i i knew that the patriots would have the upper hand for oh the yeah most part, you know 
but you can never count out the Seahawks, you know. What I really thought was really neat, and I just read this today, is that uh, Bill Belichick is defending Pete Carroll and the uh, Seahawks and how everybody's like, that was the worst call ever. He's like, I would have made that call. Yeah, you know. I mean, and how are you, you going to know <clears throat> that some some guy who's got like, and they say he has 15 tackles and three passes defended in his career. Yeah. Who's going to come up with his first career interception to save the Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, that, you're I, never going to know same that. T- yeah. It, at the same time, it's like, you know, I can totally, as much crap as I want to talk about Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, like, yeah, there there was a stat that said Marshawn Lynch, out of the five times or something that he ran from the one-yard line, only one time he made it in. Right. Touchdown. Well, not to th- mention you have twenty seconds left on the clock. Are you going to try and one time out? Are you really going to try and run three running plays? Yeah. I, I You're mean, not. Yeah, I, I thought it was, you know, quick slant. Why not? Yeah. You know, the, yeah, the was, Patriots uh, guy was just at the right spot at the right time. Yeah, you know? I mean, and it was he literally had to almost bump him out of the way to get that ball. If he was just a fraction of the second late yeah. later, the game would have been over. Exactly. So you know, it, people and everybody would have said he's a genius. They exactly. would have said Pete Carroll is the brilliant football yep. guru and. But so look, yeah, look what happened, and what else so, can you say? Exactly. Yeah. But you saw a lot of a lot of breakout players. You saw a lot of crazy stars. You had if the Seahawks won, you would have had an undraft. Well, he was drafted, but a uh, a free agent pretty much that yeah. was working in a grocery store, yeah. or a soccer boy, become the MVP of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews had just a blowout game. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Let, let's talk about the sleepers or or the guys that that. Uh, their value in cards uh, significantly increased well, after the Super Bowl. We got a few. We do. We we can mention Chris Matthews. Okay. Uh, we raised him pretty much that day, or the next day when we came into the office. Yeah. Um, he has that rookie card for Impini Gridiron or Gridiron Gear. I'm sorry. And it went from like a two dollar card, and we put it up to forty. And I just adjusted it because it's actually selling for a little bit less now. Yeah, you probably get the base card for ten, fifteen bucks. Wow! So I put it at a twelve to thirty dollar range because yeah. there's some some of his parallels are still pr- selling pretty strong. But he has also a Jogo, which is a Canadian football uh, card. He was Rookie of the Year in the Canadian League. Okay. In 2012. Yeah. And that thing is, I mean, it sold for like. Eighty dollars, sixty-six dollars the wow. moment after the game. Now they're selling for about twenty, thirty bucks. Yeah, you might get one for fifteen. Um, but he just came out of nowhere, and I yeah. think that he might have a good season next year if they decide to work with him more and just say whatever you did in that game, keep doing that, and you've got a contract. Yeah, for I mean, ever. you know, with <clears throat> as far as the Seahawks receivers go, you know, they're just a bunch of, you know, not. No namers, but they're not some heavy well, hitters. You got like Doug Baldwin, who's probably their biggest name, and even he's a hit or miss guy. Yeah. I mean, he really, I mean, believe me, I had him on my fantasy team once, and he killed me because one week he get me a ton of points and do great, and then the next week they don't even look at him. Yeah, exactly. Um, the one thing that really stood out to me is about this game is how Russell Wilson, I think, is a little overhyped, uh, a yeah. little overvalued. I, I, I feel like um, he's been dropping a little, not just in value, but just. Overall, in performance and all yeah, that. he, yeah. I mean, the the Packers definitely showed Russell Wilson at his worst yeah. and what to do to get him. Yeah, and I think the Patriots took advantage of that. I mean, they sacked him three times yeah. and held him. He didn't have a completion until five minutes left in the first half. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I mean, his his value staying the same because I mean, two out of three years he's in the Super Bowl yeah. in his first three years. That's <coughs> crazy. That's nuts. Um, that doesn't happen very often no. or ever. No, yeah. So he uh, his value is still going to stay the same. So his key rookie card in contenders, contenders still fine. Yeah, you could probably get it for 
225 250 yeah. bucks. Okay. Um, I would definitely keep an eye out, though, for next season. If defenses start figuring out how to stop him and keep him from being efficient in a game manager, yeah. you might see his value drop just because he's not he's not a – I wouldn't put him as a, an elite quarterback. Really? Yet. I think the team is really well coached, and they click really well in that defense, yeah. really keeps him into things. But, I mean, how are you going to have a guy who has four completions at the first half and they're tied at 14? That yeah. wasn't him. Well, that was not Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. You know, like, Russell just gets the job done. Whatever whatever needs yeah. to happen, he gets it done. And, I say, like I said, he's a good game manager. Yeah, exactly. So Now, what? yeah, what are some other guys that, that kind of flew under the radar that all um, of a sudden are getting some hype? Gronkowski. Really? His card is pretty much almost doubled. I mean, I raised his, his top scroll rookie card, or rookie autograph, I'm sorry, went from 50 to $80. Wow. I mean, in a day. Yeah. And these are not just the day after the Super Bowl. These are like the last couple of days as well. He went from his, in his contenders, he went from $60 to $100. Okay. High book. I mean, yeah. he's just jumping like crazy. Tom Brady, he's selling at high book. Really? His, yeah, his contenders rookie is selling for $1,000. We book it at $1,000. Wow. I don't want to adjust it quite yet and move yeah. it up because it's, it's a big number. It's it's a big number and it might just be because of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I'm gonna wait a month and see if it cools off. Uh-huh. He might slip back down into that seven hundred, eight hundred dollar range. Yeah. Um. And Julian Edelman, he is jumping up big. Yeah. He's pretty much doubled as well. Now, what about the cornerback? Uh, for New England, does he have any cards? The guy who got the game-winning interception? No, actually, Panini just had an article released. He's going to have his first ever rookie card in National Treasures. Oh, okay, cool. And he is also in. They have that giveaway set in Select where you you get the cards that are um, predictors like MVP, Super yeah. Bowl, and all that. Yeah, he's going to be. He'll have a couple of cards in that set as well. Oh, okay, cool. So those will be his first cards. He doesn't have anything else though. Um, and then Earl Thomas, he's uh, probably the Member of the Seahawks that probably benefited the most from the Super Bowl. He's he jumped from thirty bucks down up to fifty. Wow! So he's doing really well as well. Yeah. Now, so overall, who do you think is the biggest winner for the hobby? Uh, Gronkowski. Really? Yeah, I think Gronk or Julian Edelman, and all five. Other than Russell Wilson, every guy I mentioned is going to be on the hot list next month. Really? I'm creating that next Monday or Tuesday for yeah. the next issue, and all five of those guys are going to have cards in the hot wow. list. But I think uh, Gronkowski is definitely going to be in the top. I wouldn't be shocked if he's in the top five. He won't be number one. I think Brady will still be number one. But yeah, well, um, do you think overall? Do you think that it was a good Super Bowl? Like, do you, yeah, do you think it was overall just a good game? It was a good game. I mean, especially coming down to the wire like that. I mean, yeah. that's what you always want to see as a sports fan, unless yeah. you're a Seahawks or oh, of a course, yeah, Patriots fan. But <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it came down to the wire. It had me. It had me nervous because. Yeah. It looked like they were lining up to kneel for a safety and then punt away. And if they did that, I would have lost my money. Yeah. <laughs> I would have blown the points. So yeah. I'm really glad that they had a, uh, a penalty there to move them out. But yeah. uh, other than that, it was, a, it was a great game towards the end. I mean, it was just, you've never seen a comeback like that before. It was the biggest deficit to be overcome to win a Super yeah. Bowl ever now, in the fourth quarter. Now let's look at next year. I mean, next I know year. that the hobby world of collecting the cards right. this year have – Kind of come to a close. Right. Uh, But next year, you know, we got so much hype with the NFL draft. Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, two guys that people are talking about already. Do you think those guys are going to have as much hype as Johnny Manziel did this year? No. Nobody has as much hype as Johnny Manziel. (laughs) Um, I think Jameis Winston, he'll probably be the one to sell the most. Yeah. Right out the gate. I think Mariota is going to be like Bridgewater where he's going to – he'll probably be more successful 
but not sell as well. Um, Jameis Winston, if he can keep himself out of trouble yeah. and stop having all this controversy. Yeah. But they also said if Johnny Manziel can keep himself out of trouble and look where he's at. Exactly. So until I see it, I won't believe it with him. And so, I honestly yeah. would not. If I pull the Jameis Winston card, I'm telling you right now, sell that thing instantly. I mean, yeah. So you would rather he, you would rather hold on to the Mariotas. I'd rather hold on to the Mariotas, but I think the guy that I would hold on to the most would be Melvin Gordon if yeah. I got it. Not just because I'm a Wisconsin boy and I, it's my, you know, I'm not a homer. Yeah. Well, I am a homer, but you are. But it's but okay. it's not because of that. I think it's because I would rather see. A running back. I think I can see a running back doing better next year than yeah. those two guys. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the NFL draft takes shape. You know, with, right. with the quarterbacks going to where. I know that Oakland's really needing a wide receiver. Right. They're talking about Amari Cooper from Alabama, who's you know who's a stud, and if he can hook up with Derek Carr, hey, that might be a nice that'd be a tandem. very nice tandem. Yeah. So I, that I, would be that would be cool to see. I wouldn't be shocked though to see the the Raiders go for a lot of defense. Their defense true. got picked apart yeah, this year. True. So. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Justin, what what are your closing arguments for the NFL season? Overall for this NFL season? For the hobby. Hobby for side the of hobby. things. Yeah. I think that the closing statements for this year's hobby season was the quarterback the the age of the quarterback might be coming to an end. Really? I think that this year's show has shown that a wide receiver, I mean, he's he was the rookie of the year. And, I mean, 10 games, he had 1,400 yards, 12 touchdowns. That's nuts. He had, yeah. I think it was like 94 catches. Whoa. So with Odell Beckham Jr. just blowing it up, and you had these wide receivers just tearing it up, I think maybe people will start paying attention to more than just the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that is, it is the key. I mean, he touches the ball every play. Yeah, of course. But – when you have players that can do things with the ball like Odell Beckham Jr. has, yeah, or, I mean, look at throwing out an old name like Barry Sanders or Terrell Davis, those Whoa, running backs, those, you yeah, those guys, you might have one of those come out and they might be ignored by collectors because they're more focused on a quarterback. Yeah. I think that I would focus more on the running backs and wide receivers next season just because you've got those two quarterbacks and you don't know how they're going to do. Yeah, I got and, you. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know, you live by the... What, what is that saying? The quarterbacks, you live by the sword or something like live that? Live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, especially with Manziel, like, he was yeah. so hyped. You know, the yeah. Beckett football hot list, you know, during preseason, <laughs> should have been named the Beckett Johnny football hot list. It like, really should have been, it yeah. Was it was unbelievable. At least 12 cards, I think, was the most we've had on there of him. Yeah. And now you don't see a single one. That's nuts. Not one. Yeah. And honestly, I think that a big part, I would not put him on there unless he started, you know, picking yeah. up big time again. Yeah. He's, he still might be the best seller or second best seller behind Beckham now, but I wouldn't touch him on the hot list just because no. you yeah. don't even know if he's going to play next year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. I think that's the, the, the motto that you can take from this past year. Yeah. Uh, you saw guys that were super hyped that didn't do anything, and you saw guys that came out of nowhere you know, become the rookie of the year. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, So, yeah, Justin, like always, it's been great. I'm going to go grab Eric so we can talk hockey. Let's do it. But I'm going to bring you back afterwards. Cool? Cool. Cool. All right, so next up we have Mr. Eric Norton, the hockey guru, like I said here at Beckett. Eric, what's up, dude? What's going on, brother? Man, I was talking to Justin, and you brought it up, but I'm sounding like crap. You are. I'm slowly feeling like it. I mean, I don't feel bad, but I can definitely feel it, you know. So I got to get some Claritin or something. Man. The the funk is going around the office, man. dude. I, I that's exactly what I told Justin. I was like, everyone's been getting something, yeah. And I was sick already. I missed like the whole week. You did, yeah. And if I get sick again, I will be really pissed. But uh, so let's talk hockey. Let's sure. stop talking about sickness. That's not fun. <laughs> uh, 
it's officially the midseason. Uh, midseason. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. had the All Star game a couple weeks ago. Right. What were your thoughts on the All Star game? The game itself was horrible. Wow. It was it was hard to watch. The it was your typical All Star game. Yeah. Um, it, in any league, it, it's it was half speed. It was um, it was, I think there was twenty nine goals scored. Jeez. John Tavares should have won the uh, MVP. He 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 scored four goals and he was added his name to a list of five other players to ever done that, including yeah. Gretzky and Lemieux. But on on the whole, he he wasn't the MVP. The hometown guy was. Yeah. Uh, John Johansson. Um, uh. On a whole, it was just hard. It was hard to watch. I, in fact, after the sixth goal in the first period, I stopped watching. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. But on the other side of that, yeah, the um, the skills event on Saturday night, much better, Mo- more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, a lot of rookies really stood out and shined there. Yeah. Um, you got to see guys with really good skills come through. Uh, there was they had a a passing setup. The, the guys had to shoot it over. There was a little block, and there was five different targets they had to hit. And it was uh, Gatsliff, actually. For, okay. I, I know you don't like the Ducks, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Gatsliff, he made it look easy. Yeah. And Tavares, who struggled a little bit, you know. So, and Tavares skated off the ice, and you, you saw Gatsliff asking him, he said, is that really as hard as it looks? <laughs> <laughs> so it that part was was much more entertaining in the game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate cuz the All-Star game should be awesome. Right. You know, but uh we get no defense, you None. know, that it happens and you know, it's unfortunate, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Right. Uh it still can be fun in some sort of way, but uh let's let's kind of talk about the players to watch for. Sure. Uh more certainly the players to buy right. and the players to sell. Okay. Uh let's start off with the players to buy right now. Well, right now, you know, it, it's. I'm going to sound like a broken record. Every time I'm on here, I, I talk about Johnny Grudeau and of course. Aaron Eckblad, yeah. uh, Philip Forsberg. Yeah. Those guys are all known. You need you need to get on those guys right now if you haven't. Yeah. In fact, um, if you haven't, it might. Unless you got some money, it might be a little too late. Yeah, I was I was going to ask next. You know, I, I bet these guys are already at high dollar. They are. Yeah. They they really are. Um, Grudeau especially. Eckblad is. Um, he plays defense. Yeah. So. There's there's that he he has that against him, but he's really solid for an 18 year old kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, where Johnny Gordeau is helped a lot is he has a good center around him, you know, a good core core group of guys, yeah. and including another rookie who you need to get on it right now is Mike Hoffman. Okay, um, who's he play for? He plays for Calgary. All right, um, Hoffman and another guy I'm going to talk about a little bit later, uh, uh, Jonathan Druin. Yeah, they were in that rookie skills competition and uh, they. Druin edged him out on the fastest skater yeah. because Hoffman uh, slipped. But <laughs> it, Hoffman is another guy who who's up there in Calgary. You know, Calgary's kind of forgotten up there, yeah. next to Winnipeg. Yeah. Well, not they're not next to Winnipeg, but they're just they're, they're, they're the forgotten teams up there. But Calgary is uh, got a real solid nucleus up there, and yeah. they they look to be dangerous. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you know they shipped off a Ginla, you yeah. know, uh, and. It, they don't really have a face, right? You know, so I think these young guys—they're just kind of having fun. You know, I think so. Same with the Islanders. You know, right before they had Tavares, right? And I feel like to have a successful team, you have to have that face, sure, face of the franchise. It, it makes total sense. Yeah, and so now that they have Tavares back, obviously he's Tavares, right? <laughs> you know, and Oposo is Oposco yeah. is really benefiting from Tavares being back. Oh, is it Tavares? Tavares, Tavares. Okay. It's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I hopefully they do well. I, I like to see teams that don't normally do well do well. You know. 
Uh, so it's it's cool to see the Islanders back in it, you know, with with Tavares and same with the Flames. I mean, I have no allegiance with the Flames, right? Uh, but you know, it's nice to see every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, so let let's go to the players to watch, kind of on the rise. Sure. Um, Druin is right there on the watch. He he's in some rookie. He has some rookie cards already this season. He has a black diamond and. Uh, he was in the artifact stuff, but he doesn't have a young gun yet. And okay. series two is coming out. He should very well be in in the young guns there. He's uh he was highly touted coming out of being drafted into the entry draft. A lot of people, a lot of media got a hold of it and thought that well he's gonna be with Stamkos. He scored over he scored hundred plus goals in wow. the NHL. Yeah. So you, you stick him with Stamkos, automatic superstar, right? Well of course. that hasn't worked out, but he's he's showing real promise. He's uh yeah. very affordable right now on the secondary market. So it's it, he's worth watching and, and keeping an eye on. Yeah, another guy would be uh, Brovikowski in uh, Washington. Okay, he's a guy that's been kind of back and forth, slipping up and down. But early in January, the Caps put him on the first line with yeah. uh, Ovi and Backstrom, nice. and he really shined. Um, in fact, he had kind of have a standout game here in Dallas. Oh yeah, I think on the seventeenth or so, okay. he had a standout game just before the All Star break. Yeah, and. Uh, if he stays on that line, he's gonna do well. So is another guy who's affordable, and you need to you need to pick up on him right now. Yeah. And then uh, one more guy would be Paquette. Paquette was actually uh, number two in the NHL three stars of the week last week. Oh yeah. He had uh, five goals last week. Wow. He scored his first career hat trick, I believe. Yes, first career hat trick. Nice. So um, he's a guy that again he's in Tampa. Yeah. He plays on. Some good strong lines down there, so um, you, you need to be watching him as well. Yeah. Now let's let's go to the other side of things and guys that you you say need to be sold asap. Yeah. Um. Right now, if you have him, is Sam Reinhart. Okay. Um. Again, a high draft pick. He's he's a good he's a good player, but he's only played nine games this season. Yeah. Most of his time, well, yeah, the majority of his time has been spent in the AHL. And I mean, why is that? He's just. It could be a you know a number of different things. It's yeah. it's hard to tell with hockey. Yeah. Uh, but the bottom line is, if you don't produce, you're gonna get sent down. Yeah. Jurgensen is up in Buffalo as well, and he he came out of nowhere and took the the All Star leading vote. He was the All Star leading vote getter. Wow. He's a great player. Yeah. Um, Reinhardt, he's he's up there in Buffalo. They're, they're again kind of forgotten about him. And he's just he did he hasn't produced. He didn't produce, so he got sent down. Yeah. Um, nothing. Nothing wrong with him per se, and I, I think going into the future, I mean, if 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 you sell him now and you're on the other receiving end of that buying, yeah. it could work out for you. Yeah. So you know, and and you also said Druin, maybe Druin, yeah, he's right there on the line again. I said watch him, and but um, if you, it's just back and forth, you know. Yeah. Um, he he could be doing great. He could he could not be. Yeah. There's a lot of rookies uh, on the the Lightning's team, the mm-hmm. Lightning team, so. Uh, Drewing is just one of three that I can think of that yeah. are kind of eh. Yeah. Now, uh, let's talk John Klingberg. Who yeah. the hell is this guy? This guy is a guy you need to know right now. He, really? Yeah. He okay. he plays for the Dallas Stars. Um, he's, at the beginning of the season, he was one of your future guys, your, your guys you need to watch. He doesn't have any notable cards to speak of. Yeah. But if he's not, if he doesn't have a Young Guns card in Series 2, I, I don't know what Upper Deck is doing, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. I have total and complete faith that, that Upper Deck is going to yeah. get that done. Um, if he continues as hot as he is right now, he, his cards are going to hit the market and be 
not I, mean, I don't think it'll be like Gradeau was, but he'll be hot just like that automatically. Yeah. So it's definitely a play. Series two comes out in a week or two. Yeah. So you you, you got to watch. You need to watch that name okay. uh, leading into that. All right. Yeah. You know I I've never heard of him, and he's a star. So that's that's something to say. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what Upper Deck has you know to offer as far as him and. You know what? Let, let's get your overall take on the first half of the season. Um, just in a hobby standpoint, did you expect you know the rookies to shine like like they have in previous years, or you know is it just kind of uh, kind of a dull first half? Um, I think it's it's fair. It's fairly comparable to last year's rookie. It was, last year you had a dull rookie core. Yeah, yeah. So, but. With the the three big names, Reinhardt, yeah, Ekblad, and Grudeau, they hold up. They hold they hold their weight. Um, the redemptions out of uh, Flare Ultra and Artifacts, those have been released uh, as of late last week. Yeah, so you you know what you're getting there already if you have any of those redemptions. I think it's fair. I think it's yeah. a fair rookie core, and it's uh, there's been no big surprises. But there hasn't been any real big letdowns either. Yeah. Now let's go towards the second half of the season. You know, what what do you expect as far as the rookies go? Do you think that guys who aren't performing are going to start to shine? You know, maybe if there's an injury here or there, a, a guy gets a shot and he produces. What What do you think about that? Uh, completely possible. A, a, a guy to think about, and if you haven't already, you, you're probably slipping a little bit, is uh, Michael Hutchinson up in – uh, Winnipeg. Okay. Uh, he's again on the other side there. Yeah. He's he's been amazing in his young rookie career. Yeah. Um, you need to pick him up if you haven't. Yeah. Um, going forward, I, I I don't expect anything less than what Gordo is doing now. Uh-huh. Ekblad's only going to get stronger. Um, Reinhardt is a guy that could come back and make it back up to the you know NHL. Yeah. Especially if if Buffalo gets into the playoffs, I don't I don't see I don't know if that's going to be possible, but. Uh, <laughs> If yeah. if they get in, you know he's a he's a guy that can be called up and yeah. you know, be beneficial to the to the squad there. Yeah. So let's get your closing arguments because <clears throat> I asked Justin about his closing arguments for the NFL season. Sure. Uh, but let's get your closing arguments for the first half of the NHL season overall. What do you think? Overall, uh, it's it's been exciting. Yeah. Uh, not, I'm gonna give NBC a free plug here, but <laughs> rivalry night has been awesome on yeah. Wednesday nights. Uh, Washington have they've been really coming on strong. They're they're going to be a team to watch in the East. Uh, the Rangers as well, and then surprisingly to me, Tampa Bay is just crushing it right now. Yeah. And then as far as the West go, it's kind of it's kind of ho hum. It's just your your normal teams in the West, you know. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if I'm surprised by that or or let down or anything. It's just it's kind of been lackluster. Yeah. The the, the better play has definitely been in the East. That, and that's interesting, yeah. you know, because you're so used to basketball having the West just be dominant, and right. the East is kind of just there. Right. But, you know, same with the NHL. I remember in recent years that the West, that's what it was all about. Mm-hmm. You know, Detroit was killing it. Now Detroit's in the East, you know, and, and so maybe that had something to do with it. You know, maybe it's just, I don't know. This is a, this is a good tell for you. All right. Um, McKinnon, yeah. I mean, his, his Young Guns card last year, you, you couldn't touch it for under a hundred dollars. Yeah, um, I sold one earlier this year, a couple months ago, for you know about seventy bucks or so. You can buy them all day right now for around fifty. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
That's so. that's crazy. And that's nothing against him. It's just poor play in the West. You yeah. know what I mean? He's just just a product of that yeah. of that environment. That that's nuts. And you know, it's unfortunate. You yeah. Know? But uh well we'll we'll get you on here in the next month or so, talk a little hockey again and see if those names have changed. But John Kleenberg. 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 Yeah. Gotta check him out. You gotta you no major cards. No major cards. That's crazy. That's just like the Super Bowl with uh Chris Matthews or whatever his name was. Yeah, who was that guy? Was it Chris Matthews? Yeah, yeah. He played he had one card for the Browns or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like what? <laughs> we're we're not gonna talk about the Super Bowl. Sorry, man. Hey subject. man, I'm sorry. That that was a tough game. Was it really was hard. a tough game. I, I but apologize. Speaking of Seattle, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get out on this. I just saw a preview of your your Beckett auctions. Yes. And I just saw a really nice. I don't know how I feel about it because they're not there anymore. Yeah. But it was a Kevin Durant signed hardwood uh, piece of floor for with the Seattle SuperSonics logo. Really? On. Yes. Oh man, that's crazy. That is awesome. Yeah, like, I, you know, that hasn't graced my my desk yet. So. It's, you need to walk over there and see it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hey, yeah, Beckett Auctions, man. They they do it big. Hashtag bring back our Sonics. <laughs> well, Eric, we appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll have you on again soon. But, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks, buddy. Before we leave, let's talk about a couple things. I bring in Justin back. Justin. Hello. Yo. Hello. Uh, news around the hobby. We have a Babe Ruth rookie card that is selling for astronomical amounts, uh, something that I don't see every day. Right. Um, well, because you don't see a Babe Ruth rookie every day. True. Uh, 1916M101-5 Sporting News Babe Ruth rookie card. It's a PSA 5. Uh, as of Wednesday afternoon, it was up to $75,000. Uh, PWCC Auctions is is holding that auction. Uh, that is unbelievable. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, a PSA 5, that's... To know. be in that era, from that yeah. era, that's huge. That's, that's a high grade. That's almost 100 years old. That is 99 yeah. years old. Yeah. Like, that is unbelievable. That's a pretty, that's a pretty big number. It would have been great to see a PSA 9. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that would have been so. I don't nuts. think you'll ever see something like that. <laughs> I think ever. they had a PSA eight that sold for crazy amount. I'm sure it's in the yeah. six figures, mid six figures. That's and you know, to have people want to buy cards like that, or at least have the money to buy cards for that, is nuts. I'll have that one day. Uh, yeah, it'll give me a really big raise. Right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, but you know that it's it's crazy. And when I saw that, I was like, you know, what what other cards? in your mind, can get that kind of coin. Obviously, oh. the T206 stuff. Yeah, the T206 stuff, definitely. You know, um, but in your mind, what could get that amount of money? Well, obviously, any of the cut autographs that are like Babers. I mean, not, not that money, but like yeah. 10 grand, 12 grand. Yeah. Um, there's that, I think it was in 2001, uh, there was a, it was one of the first booklet cards where it was a cut autograph of every member of the Hall of Fame, first Whoa. class Hall of Fame. Which, which Hall of Fame? Baseball, sorry. Okay. It was um, Bay Ruth, Christy Mathewson, Walter Johnson, uh, Ty Cobb, and Hannes Wagner. All five autographs in one. And that originally was going to sell for about 36000 And the guy pulled it off. Yeah. Because um, his family convinced him that it was not enough money. When he put it back on, he only got only only got $15,000. But he wow. lost over twenty grand. Yeah. Um, something like that, but the newer cards, I don't think you'll ever see that number. It's the vintage stuff. I mean, yeah. if you found a maybe a uh, mantle, and if you get one that was in mint condition graded, that might get six figures because you you'll never see something to that. High. Yeah, no. <coughs> we we had a couple fifty-two mantles. We had a couple fifty-two mantles, 
Uh, I mean, the Jordans go for crazy Yeah, amounts. the Jordans. You know, that we just had that star card that was in that I think we sold for like 30 Wow. Yeah, so, you know, it's like $30,000 for a single piece of cardboard. With a picture. With a picture, of course, picture. and some stats. It's a very nice picture. A little biography <laughs> on the background, you know. But yeah. you know that it's 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 nuts. You know we we had a Red Grange autograph card. That's cool. You know, and it was the sportscaster cards, the jumbo cards right. that you got in the mail in the seventies. Yeah, and it was like a little bi- uh, biography and all that good stuff. Yeah, he signed it, and you know Red Grange, he, he, uh, like what? <laughs> you yeah. know that's crazy. And so when I saw that for a nineteen sixteen card of Babe Ruth, seventy five thousand dollars, it might have went up. You know, since uh, it since could we, have been, yeah, yeah. it could have. Uh, but pushing a hundred grand, wow. Yeah, that'd be again. I wish I had the money to buy stuff like that. Yeah, seriously, me too. Uh, so let's let's finish things up here. Like I said, it's it's a quick show uh, because we had no interview this week. We're we're gonna have some interviews coming up soon, so check it out. Back well, it off. Plus, you need your rest. You're you're yeah, almost man. out of tea. <clears throat> my yeah, my my tea's gone. But yeah, I'm struggling here. But before we go, we have a sports card show coming up in the area. So all you DFW people, check it out. March 8th uh, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. $1 suggested donation or admission. Free parking and refreshments. Very nice. Yeah. Is this presented by Rich Klein? This is presented by Mr. Rich Klein, yes. Excellent. You are correct. Uh, Yeah, so... All the proceeds go to the Brotherhood Men's Club to support charitable activities. Very nice. If you want to get a dealer table, if you're interested in that, they're still available for $30 each. So contact Rich Klein at 214-684-6116 or email him at sabergeek at AOL.com or just visit them online at planocardshow.com. Is that sabergeek at AOL.com? S-A-B-R-geek at AOL.com. He's kind of a geek. He fits in bit. very well here with us. We're all geeks at heart. Exactly. He, so he check, fits in. Yeah, check it out. March 8th, 2015, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It is in Plano, 6300A, Independence Parkway, Plano, Texas. So check that out. We'll have him on in the next couple of weeks to talk about it. Excellent. Uh, but yeah, Justin, that's it, man. I, I, I got to go home and take I, some meds, I think dude. you need to go take a nap. I mean, all I got is like NyQuil at home, so I need yeah. to go and, and get some DayQuil. But, uh, yeah, well, we appreciate you coming on, talking Super Bowl. Yeah. Shout out to Eric Norton for hockey, uh, midseason roundup. Uh, check out the Plano Card Show, planocardshow.com. Like I said, I'm your host, Derek Ficken. I'm Justin Gruner. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.